Welcome back to the Ojogo Bonito podcast with me, Jake Ron, and we're back with Mr. Jennings and Mr. Ferguson. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, JK. How you doing? I'm doing, I'm doing well. Uh, I think I might have had a shocker with the predictions last week. Why don't we get that out of the way? You want to get this out of the way now? Yep. So, I'm before just... we get to all seven related puns, and Jamie Carrick, I'm looking at you, you've got seven own goals, so, uh, and, you, and United are seven points ahead of Liverpool, so pipe down. <laughs> now, so, uh, predictions, of course we had four people on predictions last week, because we had Mr. Parrott in as well. We did indeed. And I must say, for a long time, it looked as if Mr. Parrott was going to beat every single one of us no. on his debut appearance. No, no way. Um, I'm just, I'm pulling up the spreadsheet now. Behind the scenes, look, we actually, we've all turned up very early today, so I haven't actually set everything up yet. <laughs> just super keen, sir, that, we're just, that Friday We're just really, morning. really keen. Our, our work ethic is unparalleled. Absolutely. It is. Um, the results that I can remember, uh, I'll start with you, JK. JK, you did get nine correct predictions last week. Wow. Now, bearing in out mind that was out of 26 games. Oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> Um, and I can also tell you that you got zero correct scores. Yeah, I knew, I knew that. I yeah, had a, had a rubbish it was it, it was a bit rough. So you finished on nine, bringing your total to Lent term to sixty five. And what about the rest of the world? Uh, the rest of the world. Well, I'm trying. I'm just waiting for the other sheets to load up. I've, I've now got the, the overall totals, but I want to save those for a moment because I'm just I need the other sheets to load up. So in the absence of Mr. Parrot, I'll do the maths this week. So JK, you had a 35% hit rate in terms of successful <laughs> uh, results this week. Thoughts? Uh, I, I expect as soon as I as soon as Napoli Lazio went 1-0 to Lazio, which none of us got, I know that. It it wasn't a good start. Um I knew the weekend wasn't going to be wasn't going to be good, especially with 7-0 as well. Um oh my goodness. I remember I was We'll have plenty of time well, to talk I, about I had that, that sure. <laughs> I was watch and I was more in shock than anything else. Um it was, just, it, it, yeah, it was one of those things you couldn't help but and, laugh at really. Uh I mean Yeah. Anyway, uh, they go. can't get more than three points, so that that that's the only consolation. Granted our goal difference is more than half. We'll come we'll come back but, to uh, it, shall we? Yeah. We'll come back to it. I'm sure we've all got plenty to say about that. <laughs> um Mr. Jennings. Right. Uh you did not get as many correct predictions, uh, but you did get two correct scores. Did I? So coupled with your eight correct predictions, brought you to 12 points this week. Great, great. Okay. What were my two correct predictions, sir? Your two correct ones were Dortmund-Leipzig, which you predicted 2-1 to Dortmund, uh, and Juventus-Freiburg, which you predicted 1-0 to Juventus. Great. Fantastic. Um, and how is carrying you, Mr. Jennings. <laughs> yeah, unlike his time at Man United, he's um, <laughs> carrying me now. Mr. Parrott missed two predictions. He did not predict Napoli, Lazio or Dortmund, Leipzig and still got 11 correct predictions with, two correct, with three correct scores. Wow. Well done, Mr. Parrott. Which were Manchester City, Newcastle, uh, Rennes, Marseille and Benfica, Brugge. Wow. So he got 17 points. <laughs> None of us predicted 5-1 Benfica, though. No, none of us predicted that. We, we all predicted a Benfica win, but none of us 5-1. Come on um, then, sir. How did you do? So I got, I got 14 correct results, and I thought I had two correct scores, and I realised I missed the bottom one on the list, so I actually got three. <gasps> so humble brag, clang, 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 20 points this week. Wow, that's fantastic. Which takes well lent-term totals to rest of the world to 73. All right, Ooh. so I got, you I got are a bit eight heavy. behind. Okay, okay. I was one point ahead. I was one point ahead last week. 
Uh, I've had a chocker this week. What I like, JK, is that you're increasing the number of fixtures each week to try and give yourself a chance of regaining some ground, and it's not going in your favour. I mean, I mean, I, I, we we do one show a week at least, and there's more fixtures to come, sir. Always more fixtures to come. Um, right, let's get the seven. Yeah, seven nil out of the way. So I've I've made a I've made a decision, and I've. I'm at peace with myself now. Have you resigned? As to, yeah, yeah, exactly. As after sitting around a good friend of mine and who's who's a Liverpool fan, and he, you know, watching him dancing around his living room, uh, you know, as, as the score just went up and up and up, uh, I, I I I stayed for the whole game and uh, and managed to as he to should on as he team. should absolutely. Um, and it was it was tough to watch, but I've do, I've made peace with myself based on this. I would rather lose 7-0 than 3-0. Because going in at 1-0 at half-time, which, looking at the last sort of 10 to 15 minutes of that game, with the exception of the goal Liverpool scored, Man United was still, was still in the game, and actually, do I dare say, possibly could have led at half-time. But to lose a half of football 6-0 is, is not just a, a beating. It's a, it, it points to, I think, a wider, a wider issue. And, and the whole team just completely fell apart in that second half. And it's, I'm going to reference Leicester's Premier League win here and how in that season, every single one of their players, every single fixture had, a, had about a seven or an eight out of 10 game, right? And that consistency is what saw them through. This is what happens when every player on your side performs to a two or a three out of 10 in a half of professional football at this level. And everybody came out, Rashford pointed to, to communication, which, I, which I'm willing to accept being one of those things. But every single one of them looked like they needed the other one to pull them out of a hole. And nobody was there to do that. And it was just one goal after another. I mean, it could have been anything. It could have been anything. Seven is probably, you know, doesn't flatter them in some ways. Well, right? it's interesting because they Liverpool only had eight shots on target. Yes. Yeah, Their XG was something like 2.4. It was, it was three, actually. I thought it was like 2.85. It was, it was between 2.2 and 2.9 from what I've seen. United had... In the first half, we were not prolific, profligate mm. in every sense of that word. Um, Rashford's chance, which he, he takes a touch and he puts it past um, Allison. You've got uh, Bruno's header. Yep, that. Mm-hmm. You've uh, Veghorst, and uh, the less said about him, the better, really. Um, C- certainly in that fixture. I thought I, I think he's been a good player for us since he signed. He won't stay with us beyond the end of the season. But he, for example, was a player that from the very moment the game kicked off looked like a fish out of water. Right? He mm. looked like yeah. That 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 felt like a step up, a step too far from him. Definitely. And I you know I was obviously delighted to see him score against Betis yep. last night as we were recording this. But yeah, that that Liverpool match was a step up. That was the sign that United need a number nine. Yes. Desperately. But I I'm actually. Not as uh, of there were there were massive issues of course with that performance. There have to be massive issues if you've lost seven nil. But I do think I was watching the game, and obviously in that slightly stunned state of disbelief, thinking, "Wow, Liverpool got pretty much every single bounce of the ball. Some yes. of that they worked for. Some of that there were at least three goals I counted where United put in two, three, four tackles, and every time it came back to a Liverpool player. Yeah, sure. I. I'm almost, almost going to say that 7-0 was harsh on them. Right. And I, I do actually think it was a fair result because United were abysmal and Liverpool were, fair credit, sensational. They yeah. were really, really good. Sure. Cody Gakpo, I think, well, it was, it was written in the stars he was going to have one of those games. 
Um, you, you know, actually, uh, I've just got YouTube up. Let, let's analyze the seven goals and let's see where where United got done, what Liverpool did well. Uh, sound is off as yeah. usual. Um, so let's get into this highlights after this ad. Um, we're not going to shout out the advertising company because they don't pay us. Um, so the, fir- the first goal is a, is a Cody Gakpo yeah, goal. Yeah, it's the Gakpo it? cutback. And I, th- when this went in, I did. this was the goal I thought, you know what, Klopp's, Klopp's done a number on Ten Hag here because he's, he's picked up the fact that yeah. when you see how um, Eric Ten Hag is asking the fullbacks now to play slightly further forward and also slightly to tuck inside, right? So the issue you have when you play Dallow um, behind Anthony in an attacking sense is that there's going to be left space in behind. Okay? Yeah, true. When you play AWB behind Anthony, you get less out of Anthony, but you do get much more Well, I'm not even sure that that's the case anymore. I think, really? I right. think Dallow's had a downturn since the World Cup. And I think that actually Wan-Bissaka is a better right back for United at the moment. And I, he's even offering more going forwards and he's offering more going backwards. The lot, comment. The lot played a lot of football before yeah, he the did, World yeah. Cup. And also, he got injured at the World Cup. So that, that, that that's the recovery time. But the lot is unique in the fact that he can invert as well and give mm. us an extra man in possession. So if we look at this chance... Um, good ball by Fred. Good cross from Dalot. Um, this yeah. is the Bruno header, isn't it? Yeah, this is the yeah. Bruno header. Um, I'm looking at this at the moment. I'm seeing, I'm seeing Casemiro here. I'm seeing uh, Fred. I would probably like him to be here. I want Vegos to be. I would like everybody to just be. I would like Vegos to be around this space. That space um, being just sort of on the six yard box near the far post. In, in between the centre centre backs instead of for a cutback because that's Casemiro's position. Um, it's a good ball. And then obviously the header just just wide. It was one of the if if any of those chances the United have in the first half go in, sure. it's a different game. But this this is the other thing pointing out about United at the moment. JK, if you just freeze it there, this is for the benefit of the listeners as well. Last night against Betis, we saw exactly the same mm. situation. And what United are not doing at the moment there, if you look at Rashford here, central there's, of goal, there's, there's no one, nobody in here. exactly, nobody yeah. is Someone making to, that yeah. run. And last night against Betis, it probably should have finished. Eight, eight, one. Well, there was that fantastic Bruno cross. Absolutely. Absolutely. Into the same channel. Fizzes a ball in. It's incredible. Absolutely. uh, All there needs to be is a player there. Because it doesn't matter if they touch it or not. A better player is probably going to knock it into their own net. So so if you see Vegas is our number nine. Well, he's not, but he's supposed to be. Ozerman, Haaland, Vlaovic, Sesko... um, they're all going to be in here. Yeah, Holland just started moving for that ball probably a second and a half ago. He'd, he'd be yeah. here, and that's a tap in, and that's a goal. Um, yeah, exactly. ultimately, narrowly past the post. So, and you can see he puts his head, he puts his hands on his head as he goes, "Oh, I should have been there." Yeah, yep. And now this is the Liverpool goal. So, Robertson in here. It's Fred. At, uh, at this point, by the way, I'll say this: even though he didn't do it in this game, Anthony is really, really good at the defensive side of the yes, game. Yes, he is. Um, but. If I'm being honest, Dalot should be here. Anthony should be here. Um, so when, I, when you say here, because sorry, the for the listeners, so, so Dalot, uh, so Anthony should be on Robertson, uh, and Dalot should be tracking Gakpo. Um, it's, think, it's, I, a, it's a it's a trademark of of United's defence at the moment is I, that the fullbacks push up sh- to the sure. the other fullback. So I think I think this is where there's potentially this is where. Uh, Eric Ten Hag has been exploited, yeah. yeah. Because that's Fred's man, in my opinion. Dalot is doing what he's asked to do. Fred hasn't picked up the run here, which is why Cody Cody Gakpo's in this space. Now, that's not the only issue, JK. If you now let this run for a moment, when Cody Gakpo goes through on goal... Rafa Varane. A little bit further. No, I don't mind Varane. It's this poise it there. So what happens here is Martinez blindsides De Gea. Yeah, that's Mm. true. Now, 
I, I, I thought at first Martinez is, is making the wrong mistake here. And this is what I think Rashford means about communication is I don't actually think what Martinez is doing is wrong because he's mm. covering the space behind Varane. What De Gea doesn't do is move left. Mm. And even if you're in a goalkeeper sense, you possibly even could gamble there and go down to your left. Just run it back once more. And you'll see that it's, yes, he can't oh, see. That's okay. You can't, De Gea can't see the shot no, as such, doesn't. but he doesn't anticipate that there's only one place this ball can go. So it's, it's there. Yeah. And he just lets the ball fly into the and, and the thing is, actually, mm. I, it's not shown on this highlights package, but I'm pretty certain something similar happened about five minutes before this as well, that Martinez yes, came and across it. and blocked some yes. things. Yep. Same thing. So De Gea, I think, should be expecting that at this point. He yeah. should be expecting. He can surely see Martinez in his peripheral vision charging in. He should be ready to cover the other side of Martinez. Because Martinez is not going to stop and suddenly... No. He's going to break his ankles if he does that. Him, yeah. yeah. And, He's trying to cut that up. And actually, well. once Cody Gakpo takes his big touch, right? Because, in, in my opinion, first of Fantastic all... Fantastic ball from Robertson. Great say. ball. Um, Fred gets the wrong side of Hakpo. Um, ultimately, Gakpo, sorry. And then ultimately, you could either have... What Liverpool would have done the scenario is just push the whole back four up so they'd be offside. But if you look here, so Varane's slowing himself down. He knows Gakpo can only... He's trying to show Gakpo that side. But ultimately... Well, if you look here, Darwin Nunez is free as well. And I've looked at Darwin Nunez's numbers this season. His XG plus XA is close to one. So he's in the 99th percentile for... Essentially, should, his expected goals and assists is one every game. Goal contribution a game, which is ridiculous. So, only issue is, if Varane stalls him, stalls Gakpo here, although this is a heavy touch, so in my opinion, Fred should be covering Darwin Nunez. Casemiro should be on... On Elliot, but I think Casemiro is carrying a knock. But and if if Martinez communicates to Varane that there is no one coming in for that that low driven cross, then I think Varane doesn't have to go as far over as he does. True, but uh, as you can see, Salah is also yeah, Salah, Salah's, Salah's around Salah's there. Shaw. But Shaw, I think Shaw has him at that point. And then this is a heavy touch, which well, not heavy touch, it's a good, great touch because Varane's meant to take him the other side. Now this is where Martinez blindsides De Gea, and De Gea should be. There and his position is usually positioning is usually excellent, but where else could 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 Gakpo? This is a trademark Cody Gakpo goal, cutting inside. See, great touch, cutting inside, and then go. I'd understand that positioning if it was Rashford because Rashford in recent games has been, as we saw in the Betis game last night, hammering shots at the near post. Yeah. Because uh, I think he's noticed that keepers are trying to sort of creep out. I wonder if De Gea has been taking too many shots against Rashford in training and has therefore gone to the near post a little more than he normally would have done. Yeah, it's an interesting point as well, isn't it? I like Rashford, what Rashford's doing there. He's, I mean, he's playing the odds a little bit, but he's favouring the idea of putting power behind it in the near post, being mm. on the keeper's weaker side. Yeah. And and, and that that's smart. But I, I was, as you said, sir, it was the fact that something similar had happened minutes before mm. that and I just thought De Gea had, had read that one badly okay and so, then let's let's go on to the next goal here yeah. so this killed actually, us yeah, yeah. that's so one this tackle is just, this is that's just recovered catalogue of errors second tackle recovered um, this is like one of those FIFA goals that it, yeah. you concede um, it, but no I, I see your point you, you can see and, actually, look, and your head goes and, and the thing yeah. is I, I'll, I'll say this the last point of recovery here is Luke Shaw should just it's a really if, if this is Lissandra, if this is Lissandra Martinez, he's diving head of this. He's diving, getting a diving header there, and then, I mean, this is just yeah, great cross, great header, great cross, great header. But Vega, uh, 
Vegos wins the, the ball. Fred slips. Casemiro, yeah, it's just, it's just a catalogue of errors at the end of the day. And I think when you have a goal where so many things go against you in one run of play, I think it does. It has a mentality effect as well. I, I will say this, though. I think Dalot should be goal side. He is goal side of Darwin Nunez at this point. But you see here, Darwin Nunez has got the run on Dalot. It's not even he's got the run. He's actually moved in front and then stopped and Dalot hasn't come back in front of him again. True. And then, again, De Gea's positioning here. Should be more central to the goal, and then the the problem De Gea has is, and I'm, I'm a massive David De Gea fan, but he's he's glued to his line, um, in in both situations. So if you look at him now, yeah, and he doesn't need to be. He, he probably can be further out than that coming to claim that ball. I think a you know a more modern goalkeeper is probably a couple of yards further off his line. Then knowing that it can only be the cross, Luke Shaw's got the front post covered. And possibly comes to claim it, but I mean, I mean to be honest, the damage I'll, was done I'll, in the build-up. I'll, right? I'll say this: um, Dalot could have blocked it, but if it was me in that position, and then again, this is sort of my uh, the, my dark art side. I would actually just handball it. Interesting. I, I would just sent off. I would take it, and I would handball it. So we're one nil down, and you'd handball it away or, or, at Anfield, or, or I would, or I'd throw my chest at it. Oh, okay. Well, that's better. Uh, so, uh, yeah. What you try and do is you try and do uh, as the Betis player did for the assist to their goal last night. Yes. You would, you well, would go just, in with a chest with an arm that's just in front of you as well. It's handball, wasn't it? <laughs> it was absolutely. Handball. And then, so this is the third goal. Um, Lisandro, yeah, Lisandro Martinez gets turned. Yeah, bad slip. Um, bad timing. It's a great, it's a great body feint from Salah. Yeah, I I still think De Gea, yeah you're right about this. De Gea should be off his off his line here. He should be out to it. And then because he's just ultimately given yeah De Gea's right to be angry at Lissandra Martinez. Mm. But where is uh, actually I'll be honest, Luke Shaw should be doing better on this goal. Yeah, um, he should. I tell you, it, wh- why is this an, uh, granted? And the ten system centre backs have to dis- defend in the wide areas, but Luke Shaw should be Luke Shaw should be scanning. Luke Shaw should be scanning. This is the communication that Rashford yeah. was talking about, Jake. And actually. We look at Fred here. Where's Fred? Um, where's Casemiro? Um, Varane's got Darwin Nunez at the back post. And I'm, even though Salah is a selfish player, if Darwin Nunez gets the run on Varane, Salah goes to the outside of his foot and it's, a, it's, a, it's another Darwin and, Nunez and goal. Is, the, the thing is, that's a goal that you see more and more this season, is that the ball that's played to the, the wide edge of the six-yard box, I think teams should be expecting that now because that's how Arsenal are scoring goals, that's how City are scoring goals, yes. that's how Liverpool scored this goal. I think you've got to be expecting that. And then, like you said, De Gea should come off his line because we saw last night the Anthony chance against Betis when... Uh, Bravo. Bravo. Bravo came off his line nice and early, and Anthony could have squared it to any of three players, but he chose the chip because Bravo had come that far out that otherwise it would have been smothered. And actually, Anthony could have channeled his inner Ronaldo and Nazar if he wanted to and just sort of fainted it around Bravo. Granted, but yeah, he doesn't have a right foot. So. No, he doesn't. Um, this, this goal hurt. Yeah, mm. this goal did hurt. Because um, I thought this was, this was very, very good fortune. So I, I think McTominay wins the ball back well there. And then it's everything else that happened as a result yeah. of that. It hits his back. It hits his back here and then I falls mean, to Salah. I, I, th- I think he's... Uh, do you know what, actually? I'll go a bit harsher on Scott McTominay here because he makes a decent interception. Um, I think that's Wan-Bissaka, if I'm not mistaken. He's just... Uh, sorry, it might be... Ka- uh, who is that? Is that Casemiro? Is that Wan-Bissaka? No, it's Varane. Um, oh, Varane should just go through him. But if you look here, 
McTominay's trying to back flick it. Look at his leg. I think he's just trying to get anything on it. So he's only in real well, time. He, he he's only through. just stood up. And he can That's see true, yeah. if you if you bring it back, he, you can see on the on the right flank. Who is that? Number nineteen. Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott. Harvey Elliott. All kinds of space on on the right. I think McTominay when he gets up, he gets up to the left, and he can see Harvey Elliott, and his body weight starts going that way to try and intercept that ball. Yeah. This, this, this one this, felt this, fortunate. And, and then, but look, Salah's in all kinds of space. The lot hasn't got close to him because he's trying to also cover Cody Gakpo. Um, this is this is a three on two at the back. You don't want that. Um, Obviously, it's a wonderful finish. Salah's prolific. He's going to smash that in. Um, it's the way it just drops to him. It's yeah, and then, I mean, yeah. Again, you watch any of these. And second- actually, funny, funny enough, De Gea is off his line here. Look, 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 look at that. De Gea is off his line here. This is probably where he should be. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's a see, great it's a great pass. Um, yeah, you can see any of those second, third, and fourth. To be, goals on, to be honest, actually, actually, yes, actually th- if I was to handball any of it, this would be the one I'd handball. Very keen for that handball. And, Very keen. And actually, I've been guilty of doing this in training a couple times. Do we need to warn the Wellington refs about something? Um, well, actually, I've got a <laughs> tendon tendon strain at the moment, so I'm off sport. But uh, if you look here, again. One reason I love Real Madrid is because they're all about winning, and I, I win at all costs. That's one of my my philosophies. But also do do it well. Um, yeah, McTominay should hand. McTominay should just dive in front of it, take the yellow card, dive in front of it. I'm not sure if he's yellowed at this point. In any case, I no, think I you prevent think he prevented. I don't think he was yellowed at that point. No, just just literally dive, handball it, and that's a free kick. They don't score. So this is four, right? That's four. Yeah. Um. Okay, and at that point, Henderson again, another uh, another Uruguayan donkey goal. (laughs) Um, He's he's a great header header of the ball. You Um, you watch this back though. This so this is a cross in from the left flank and marking. There's no marking. The United players don't actually move for that ball. Every Liverpool player runs towards the goal to try and get ahead on it. Every United player stands still. Yeah. Imagine if we'd got this. uh, Imagine if we signed him in the summer. Anyway, so great pass. Uh, Again, Elliott, what is Luke? Luke Shaw should just be. This this is goal five where Harvey Elliott plays a ball again into the right edge of the six yard v- box. Varane's done well. Why is De Gea so close? De Gea's literally. Ke- uh, this is the angle here. If I'm a right footer and I've if if I was here in this situation, I have the whole goal to aim at. Um, De Gea needs to trust his back back four a bit more. Granted, he probably wouldn't. Now, yeah. now, now, Luke Shaw has yeah. to clear. Luke Shaw, he tries to make a clearance and it bounces off a Liverpool player. To, is that Salah in front of goal? I mean, to be honest, I would just, I, I, I yeah, I'm not great at football either, but uh, either, but anywhere but clearing it against. Yeah, I mean, knowing that there's 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 two players in front of him where he tries to the, clear that. There's a little space here that I'm, I'm sure that's what he's aiming for. But in that case, surely you stick it out for a corner. Oh, actually, yeah. hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait. All right. Instead of waiting that split second, look, uh, this this sounds weird, and I'm I'm all for weird wacky ideas. If this is uh, Guti, right, and I don't know why Guti is in this position. Look, look if you back heel it, sounds sounds <laughs> odd. You back heel it. Look at the space. Blind. The space is. <laughs> you back heel it. Granted, you're four 0 down. You back heel it. <laughs> McTominay can, can go forward. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You've got to play, you play so, the way hang you're on, JK, JK, can I especially just, in there. JK, can I just clarify? So far, your defensive suggestions for Manchester United <laughs> have been give away a penalty and get yourself red carded and backheel it blind in your own penalty Ch- box. Chest, hang on. 
chest chest block from Diogo Dalot, handball from McTominay. And I mean McTominay he's he's kind of useless in any case. So if he gets sent off, it doesn't really matter. Defensive coach Ten Hag. Um, and yeah, Salah just scores with his. Salah's got two goals with his right foot. He has, yeah. It was a good game then, for Salah. He played well. He did. He yeah. played really well. And then this goal, again, just mar- tracking your runners. Tracking your runners. And and yeah, this is how is De Gea let this go? Isn't so, yeah, there's, there's two. I mean, there's three issues here. One is they haven't tracked the runs as Salah plays the through ball into the box, yeah. which is a beautifully they've, weighted they've through ball. They've played the same type of through ball, which is targeting the runner from who goes from out to in. They've done the same thing, and I go, no, you'll be like, oh, you only analysed Man United today. And that doesn't really matter. We'll do predictions after this. But look um, at look at um, De Gea again on his line there, though, JK. That's the other thing. He's That ball's come in, and there's no effort from him to come out to claim that. He's he's playing too deep. De Gea needs to be off his line Well, you're talking about too is. deep. Dallow's tried to clear the ball from inside his own goal. Exactly, yeah. You can that there is a fundamental yeah. issue there, which yeah. is that if you get a foot on it, it's already in the it's goal. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's very true. That you, that's a basic defensive error. That's one I got really angry at. I've got to say. So in summary, it's it's it was a it was a dark dark day for United fans. Liverpool were absolutely good for the win, and not just the win. They they uh, beat us fair uh, and square. But hmm. we are. I, I would say all seven goals are United errors. Apart think, uh, one, the second one is a calamity of errors. Yeah, um, there's a reason. It's my, my point is this goes back to what I said in the beginning. I would rather lose seven 0 and three 0 in this in this context because it points to more than just a side turning another side over and you know like beating them. Mm. This is this is um this is a real this is a real it was a real capitulation by United yeah. and onto just just one very brief note how nice to see them get back to winning ways as quickly as possible last yeah. night good result against uh, it was a brave choice by Ten Hag to name the same team again but I think yeah. you, you, you look at it for a moment and think oh that's bizarre and then you think about it and go actually no that makes sense collective yeah. responsibility yeah, like go out and put it right year. Yeah. absolutely speaking of going out and putting it right this week's predictions <laughs> um, see see why I did that um, <laughs> it's, that was one of the better ones actually it seems uh, it's almost as if I've been doing this for a while. Um, <laughs> let's let's just go rapid fire predictions. Um, Bournemouth, Liverpool, please, Mr. Jennings. Oh. And then we go sort of ra- uh, go Mr. Ferguson for the next game and the first okay. prediction, and then sort of go around. Yeah, uh, Mr. Jennings, three 0 Liverpool. Mr. Ferguson. Yeah, you've taken mine. Um, uh, I'm gonna go four 0 then. I'll go four one Liverpool. Uh, Mr. Ferguson. Leeds Brighton, please. Leeds Brighton. Uh, I'm going to take Brighton 2 0. Mr. J. Oh, my goodness me. Uh, I will go 1 1. I'll go 3 1 to Brighton. Tottenham Forest. Uh, Mr. Ferguson. Oh, I'm going first again. Um, uh, I, I, I can't take Tottenham seriously anymore. Uh, I'm going to take Forest 1 0. <laughs> Mr. Jennings? I think Tottenham are in trouble. Um, I, I agree. It's going to be... Uh, I'll go for the draw. I'll say it'll be one all. I'll go nil-nil. Um, I'll start this one off. Leicester-Chelsea. Uh, 2-0. Chel- uh, 2-1 Chelsea. Mr. Ferguson? Uh, I'll go... Oh, I'll go nil-nil. Be boring. Mr. J? one all. Uh Everton-Brentford. Mr. Ferguson, please. <laughs> uh, do you know what I think Brentford are going to smash him here 3-0 uh, uh, Mr J in Sean Deitch we trust I think Brentford <laughs> are due a loss uh, mind you do you know they haven't lost since 
something ridiculous. They've like, got the longest unbeaten run in the Premier League. Wow. It goes back 18 to November. Games. Yes, it's something ridiculous. But it's going to come to an end uh, and it's going to be 1-0 Everton. I'm going to go 2-0 Brentford. Uh, Palace, Man City. City favoured to win. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1 to Manchester. 2-0 to Manchester City. Mr. Ferguson. 2-0 to Crystal Palace. What? I... <laughs> I, 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 it's a rogue shout, I know, but I, I, I don't think City have the same strength that they used to do. I think away from home, I think Palace might turn them over. Oh, is it at, is it where Palace is? Yeah. It? Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, Arsenal fans will be absolutely champing at the bit with regards to that. <laughs> I think City are going to get a result here, so I'm going to say it'll be 2-1 City. Uh, moving on to Sunday's games, West Ham, Villa, Mr. Jennings. West Ham have done well in midweek against... Um, who's it they played in the Europa League Larnaca I think yeah so they uh, but they can't they can't string much else together at the moment let's check let's double check yeah Larnaca wow got that right spot on well done I like, team. I like Villa um, and I'm also I have been for a while now I'm a, a bit of an Ollie Watkins fan as well so I think Villa will beat West Ham at the weekend I think it will be 2-0 Villa Mr Ferguson um, uh, I'm going to take another draw here just because I haven't got many on here one all uh, no no um, Fulham Arsenal, uh, Mr. Ferguson. I kind of, I, I kind of want to say Fulham, but I do think Arsenal are too good. Um, I think it might be a good game. I'm going to go three to Arsenal, Mr. J. I think this is potential banana skin. I think Arsenal have been getting away with it a bit in recent weeks. I think they've had some good comebacks. I thought their celebrations against bottom of the league, winning three two, were outrageous personally but you, but you do need those wins to win a league you do it, it showed great character but I think Fulham tricky tricky away tie to Benfica in, uh, to uh, Lisbon in the week Fulham at home playing well 1-0 Fulham I'm going to 1-1 one, one. okay uh, Man United Southampton I'll start that one off uh, I'm going to go for a 4-0 uh, Man United <laughs> Southampton and Nath absolutely rubbish uh, Mr Ferguson Southampton are rubbish, but they're also uh, potentially a banana skin for anyone. I, they they could. You know, United are Old Trafford. James Old Trafford could score three free kicks. It's never out of the question. Uh, this isn't going to be comfortable. I think it's going to be a squeaky one nil to United. Mr. J. Five one Man United. Uh, Newcastle Wolves. Uh, Mr. J. Oh, that St James's Park. If you look at the form, I think you'll probably see that Newcastle are on the down and Wolves are on the up. 1-0 Newcastle. <laughs> Mr. Ferguson? Obviously, Wolves being your uh, Yeah, your Wolves being team. my, yeah, being my, uh, my team of birthplace anyway. Um, I'm going to... Do you know what? I do actually... You didn't tell me you were born to a pack of wolves. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's amazing. It's a, it's, a, it's a jungle book story, if ever <laughs> you've seen one. Well, that's your new nickname, Mowgli. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to take a 2-2. Two, two. Uh, I'll go 2-1 on Newcastle. Moving on to some La Liga games this week. Let's see, do we have any decent La Liga games this week? Uh, let's go, yeah, Villarreal, Real Betis, and then Bilbao, Barcelona. Um... Mr. Ferguson, Villarreal, Real Betis. Um, I, I probably think that, you know, I'm, I'm going to go for a gut pick here. I'm just going to take Villarreal because they're at home. Will, will the yellow submarine be be sunk by uh, the Verde Blancos, the, the green and 
The green and white. Yeah, uh, Mr. Jennings. Uh, Betis. Uh, I, I like Betis. I've been to their stadium. It's a. It's a. It's a great club. Um, the sort of the working working people's club. If you like of, of Seville, it's a. It's a. It's a lovely place. I thought they were really poor against Man United yesterday, and I thought Man United could have had three or four more goals. They're away from home again, and I have to say, I don't know much about Villarreal this season, but based on how poorly Betis defended, I think it will be a two nil Villarreal win. I'm going to go two nil Betis. Oh, um, Bilbao, Barcelona. Bilbao usually this is at the uh, San Mamés. Uh, I'm going to go for a one nil Barcelona victory. They got past Valencia, which was a tricky game. Are these cup cup games? No, these are league games. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go one nil Barcelona because I think Bilbao defense will be really solid. Um, Mr. Ferguson. I mean, Barcelona have proven themselves too good for La Liga so far this season. European, of course, it was a different story, but uh, I think Barcelona, they figured out how to play La Liga. I'm going to give them a, a 4-0 here. Yeah, nice. I'll go 3-0. Uh, moving on to the uh, Dortmund-Schalke big derby game. Um, Schalke are... Where are Schalke in the league? Second from bottom. Ooh. It's a derby, though. Uh, I'm going to go 3-2 Dortmund. Sorry, 3-1 Dortmund, actually. Oh, 3-1 Dortmund, okay. Now, I, I think you're right, because it's a derby, I, and I think Schalke have played so poorly this season that this is the this is the game they need to galvanise them. It'd be better for them if it was at home, but away, they've got to perform in that cauldron that is Dortmund's home stadium. Um, I think they're going to get something out of this, though. I think they're going to pull... Do I think it's a draw? No, I'm going to go for a 2-1 away win. Three... Oh, my goodness. Uh, I'm going to go 3-0 Dortmund. Moving on to Napoli Atalanta. This is Napoli's chance at redemption, uh, but it's going to be tough. I'm going to go for a 3 2 Napoli victory. Adamo Lookman to be amongst the goals, Osman to be amongst the goals. Um, up the Napoli. Um, Make sure you get all that down, sir, and we penalise him heavily when he gets it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, there was, a, there was a match a couple of weeks ago where you changed your... You, you gave a prediction, then you changed it, and the, and the prediction you didn't want to yeah, count that, was the Yeah, that, right that was the Crystal no Palace-Liverpool yeah. game. I picked it nil-nil. I, I said in brackets nil-nil. And, and um, what do you think? What have you got from Napoli-Atalanta? Um, will Natalie lose two on the bounce? I don't think so. Uh, one nil Napoli. Mr. Ferguson? Slaughter, 6-0. Wow. <laughs> uh, Lille-Lyon. Um, this is 6th against 10th. Uh, I'm going to go for 1-0 to Lille. 1-0 to Lille. Uh, as I pull up the French league table, just so I can see, so I've got some context for this prediction. Because uh, I'm actually not too up on, on where either of these teams are at the moment. Uh, they're not doing tremendously. Uh, we've got Lille are... Where are Lille? Sixth. Yes, they are. Thank you very much. Uh, they are sixth. Uh, and Lyon down in tenth. Uh, I'm looking at... Uh, the form charts are relatively similar. Uh, I think I'm going to go with home advantage, then I'm going to say 2-1. Uh, yeah, 3-1 home win. Moving on to the next week's midweek Champions League games. Uh, Manchester City against Leipzig. Uh, I'm actually going to go for a 2-1 Leipzig victory. Uh, clip that up. What's the what's the AG score on that at the moment? 1-1. Uh, 1-1. Oh my goodness. Finally, finally, finally points. Mm. And what's your prediction for it? 2-1 uh, Leipzig. 2-1 Leipzig? <sighs> I think this might be a draw at full time. I'll go 2-2 two, two, full time. Uh, who's going to win? Do I, okay. Extra time, pens. Yeah. Uh, I th- I th- Are you going to back the... I think, yeah, yeah, there's, there's to be controversial. I think this does go the full distance, Ooh. and then I think City go out. 
Okay. Uh, Porto Inter into having a one 0 lead. Mr. Ferguson. Well, just for the record, I'm. I think you're all nuts, and I'm taking City. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go two 0 Um, so what's the next match? Uh, Porto Inter. Porto versus Inter. It's uh, at the Dragon. And the Aggies. One 0 Inter. One 0 Inter. I think. <sighs> Portuguese home stadium. I fancy Portuguese teams at home. I think they are very strong, especially in the Champions League. Uh, I'm going to take Porto 3-1. Hey, okay. You actually took my prediction there, but... No, <laughs> I'm going to go 2-0. I'm going to go 2-0. I'm going to go 2-1. But then after a Porto to win it in extra time. And Porto in extra time. Okay. Moving on to the Wednesday games, Real Madrid, Liverpool and Napoli Frankfurt. Uh, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Real Madrid victory at home. Mr. Ferguson. Um, again, I'm sorry. I'm just getting the ags sure, down sure, so I sure, can sure. keep this all in. That's track. five, five two. Obviously, so that'll be seven yep. three to Real Madrid. Um, and your so your score was two one. Real Madrid. Yes. Yeah. Um, Liverpool have got to come out and try and play this. Is it just Schadenfreude speaking when I say four 0 Real Madrid? I don't know, but that's what I'm picking. <laughs> I'd like to know a stat here, actually, and that that is when was the last time a team lost so heavily. By a three goal margin in their first leg, which was at what, home what? to go and recover it away from home in the second leg. That's quite a big one. Oh, at it? home, I don't know, because obviously Barca lost 4 0 at, at the Park de Prince. Yeah. And then obviously the Liverpool Barcelona as well. Mm. This is quite a bit, this is an uphill task for Liverpool. Yeah. I think it will be a task too much. I think they might draw the game, but I think it will be, let's say it will be, let's say it's 2 2. 2 2. Just throw it in there in brackets. This could even be a 0 0. Um,. I don't because Madrid haven't scored in sort of 180 like two games. Um, Napoli Frankfurt Napoli at home. I'm going for like a three nil Napoli victory. Frankfurt don't have Colomuani who got suspended as well. So and the Ag is uh, I believe two nil Napoli. Yeah, the Ag is two nil Napoli. I'm that's sure. going to be the catchphrase for this episode. And the Ag is yeah two nil Na- Napoli. Napoli beat Eintracht Frankfurt two nil away from home in the yeah. first leg. That's a great result, isn't it? Mm. Wonderful result. Uh, moving on to Europa League next week as well. Uh, we're going to do a couple games. What was the, what was your Napoli Frankfurt? Three uh, 0 Napoli. Three 0 Napoli. What have you got? One one. One one. Mr. Ferguson. Four uh, nil. Uh, Betis Man United. Mr. Jennings. I think United win this two two nil. Mr. Ferguson. Uh, I think Betis will come out and give it a fight, but I think it's going to be three one United. Uh, I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go for 2-1 United. Uh, Freiburg, Juventus. Um, yeah, m- as we say goodbye to Mr. Jennings, if you could just get us Freiburg, Juventus and uh, Sos- Sociedad Roma and Arsenal, Lisbon. Those three. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, big big shout out to Mr. Jennings and uh, thank you, thank him for, for coming on. Um Freiburg Juventus one nil to Juventus mm-hmm. as what was the AG Freiburg at home I'm gonna go three one Freiburg yeah three one Freiburg I think they're gonna pop out Juventus I uh, hope so in any case I I don't think they'll do that I think it's gonna be uh, I, I think Juventus are gonna control this game um, I think it might even be a nil nil Freiburg did have a goal disallowed against Juventus at uh, at the Allianz Stadium um. Sociedad Roma. Roma obviously having a 2 0 edge over Sociedad. They're going to Spain. I'm going to go 2 1 to Sociedad, but Roma will go through. Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I do like Roma as a team. Um, my feelings on Jose Mourinho aside, I do like Roma as a team. I think that 
uh, 2-0 is a healthy enough lead to take over. I think it's going to be a one-all on the night. Arsenal Sporting. Now, this is the quite easy one to predict. I'll go 2-0 Arsenal. And the Aggies? 2-2 uh, at the moment. 2-2. Two, two. Um, Are you backing Sporting to, to do it? Uh, I don't know. Am I? I'm on inside a good, but um, yeah, I've gone, I've gone, I've gone two 0 just because I fancy Arsenal at home. What did I pick for the for the league match? I picked Arsenal to scrape through. See, I think if Arsenal do scrape through at the weekend, I think they will fall. I think they will come undone in midweek. Um, they don't have the squad for it, do they? No, I I think they're focusing on the league as I think they are right to do. Hmm. They are no, they've not been in that position for so long. I think Sporting will pip them out. I'm going to go two one Sporting, and uh, yeah, we'll get Mr Jennings' predictions and review them next week. So yeah, thank you for listening, guys, and uh, take care. Peace. <laughs>